Hello everyone, welcome to episode 120 of the Elite Girlfriend podcast with me, your host and certified life coach, Katrin Bernt. I got an interesting comment on Instagram the other day that actually inspired this episode. It was a comment from a person who clearly didn't understand the work that we are doing, but nevertheless, they did raise an important question that I wanted to take the time to discuss with all of you here on the podcast. Basically, the comment was about me romanticizing calm women and in a way suggesting that calm is better, not having strong emotions and reactions is superior, and that you're somehow lesser for being very emotional or expressive. If you are a longtime listener of the podcast, you know that I'm not here to tell you who to be, or what an elite girlfriend is, in my opinion. I'm here to help guide you towards becoming the girlfriend that you want to be. One of the first episodes of the podcast is called When Is It Okay To Be Grumpy? And spoiler alert, if you haven't listened to that episode, the answer is always. You are always allowed to be grumpy. It is always okay. The question is whether or not you want to be. And that is where we find our common ground. We have a desire not to be grumpy because we don't believe that it serves us at the highest level. And when we choose to be upset from an intentional place, we don't refer to that as grumpiness. So the comment I got made me ask myself, is calm better? If so, why? Could there be situations where losing your shit is the more desirable option? And that is what we will be diving into in this week's episode. To help us navigate through the pros and cons of the two sides, let's start by describing two extreme versions on each side of the spectrum. On one side, we have the always calm girlfriend, who never reacts crazy or impulsive in the heat of the moment. She's collected and handles everything with grace. This doesn't mean that she doesn't have emotions. It just means that every action she takes is coming from her prefrontal cortex and she never acts on a trigger or what her primitive brain is telling her to do. You could call her robotic or emotionally intelligent. And on the other side, we have the explosive, fiery girlfriend who experiences high highs and low lows. She acts on all of her impulses and blows up and then apologizes. She's quick to react and believes everything that her brain tells her. She lives in a roller coaster world where she is more of a passenger and her primitive emotions are in the driver's seat. You could call her psycho or passionate. You might find yourself somewhere between these two extremes, but I'm sure you have some experience with both of them in different areas of your life. Last week, we talked about how the brain works and the fact that we have two strong driving forces in our brains. The primitive brain that is focused on survival, energy efficiency, 
instant pleasure and avoiding pain, and the prefrontal cortex, the human brain, that desires growth, evolution, long-term success, and high-quality pleasure, and living its best life. So the biggest difference between these two extremes, the girlfriend who is calm and collected and the girlfriend who is extremely emotionally driven, is what part of their brains that is calling the shots in the moment. If we look at the emotional girlfriend who acts on her triggers and loses her shit from time to time, we can see that she isn't consciously managing her mind. She's not questioning what her brain is telling her. She registers a circumstance in her relationship and immediately believes what her brain says about it. And if her brain has said something that generates very intense, explosive emotions, she chooses to act on them because she blindly believes that her interpretation of this circumstance is correct. It doesn't cross her mind that there might be more to the story. Is this an okay way to live your life? Of course it is. A lot of people live this way. They are quick to explode and quick to recover and apologize. The upside of living life like this is that it might feel very passionate. It might feel very lively, like you're living life to the fullest when you allow yourself to act on all of your emotions. It also requires minimal work and effort. You can basically go through life on autopilot and just trust your primitive brain to tell you what to do. And you're an expert at justifying your own behaviors to make all of these reactions make sense. The downside of living life this way is that you don't live in a vacuum. Your actions, reactions, and behaviors aren't neutral out in the world. How you act affects your partner and your relationship. And even though you might be quick to recover, these kinds of ups and downs can create very unsafe environments in a romantic relationship. And the question is, if you want to be causing this kind of primitive, explosive damage to your relationship on a regular basis. Another major con, in my opinion, is that you are not in control of yourself and your own life. Your brain is controlling you, and you are at the mercy of your emotions. You can't trust yourself and choose how to show up and act in various situations. Because who knows what your primitive brain is going to make you do? Think Real Housewives fights. Those ladies go batshit crazy on each other in the heat of the moment and can't seem to manage or control themselves whatsoever. And not being able to trust yourself creates a lot of insecurity and instability in your relationship with yourself. When you can't control yourself, it becomes increasingly important for you to control your surroundings. And when your surroundings don't do what you want them to do, which is basically all the time, 
you have no defense against that. You simply can't handle it as an adult human being. And as if these cons aren't enough, it's exhausting. Seriously, living with these intense ups and downs and arguing and fighting and being suspicious and mistrusting your partner and so on, it drains all of your energy. You spend so much time reacting emotionally to the world around you that you end up having zero energy left to spend on the things that actually matter to you in your life. We often talk about how managing your mind and processing your emotions takes effort, and it can feel like a lot of hard work in the beginning. But the long-term outcome of that effort is that you end up saving energy in your life. The long-term outcome of these emotional outbursts is that you just drain your energy one explosion at a time. If we look at the more managed girlfriend who is calm and collected, what could be a downside of living life that way? Well, as I just mentioned, it does take some more effort. You can't just go through life in offline mode and hope for the best. You need to actively be present and conscious in all situations and not just let your primitive desire run the show. When you're not used to that, it feels like a lot of work. It's like constantly having to be aware that you are breathing. Like that takes a lot of work because normally we just do that on autopilot. But just like anything else, you eventually get used to it and paying attention and being conscious of these things becomes your new normal. Another aspect that could be considered a con, depending on how you look at it, is that you no longer act and react to situations based on what you think the other person deserves. So if your partner has done something wrong, you could either punish them for it by acting out on your upset emotions, or you can choose to show up as your best self because that's what you deserve from you in that moment. Not quote-unquote getting to punish and get back at people through your own explosive behaviors can feel kind of shitty and unfair in the beginning. As humans, we like treating others the way they deserve to be treated. We like feeling righteous and justified in our more primitive behaviors. But this calm, collective girlfriend doesn't prioritize that over showing up as the person she wants to be and protecting her own energy. This way of living also requires a shift in definition of what empowerment means. We often tend to think of empowerment and standing up for yourself as quite extroverted practices. Like we need to show the world how we are feeling to be very clear 
that we are not okay with things by reacting strongly to them. The stronger the reaction, the less okay we are with it and the more powerful we feel. But standing up for yourself and saying no, setting a boundary and reinforcing the consequence or ending a relationship can be very peaceful and powerful practices. Your no isn't more powerful because you scream it from the rooftops. Your breakup isn't stronger because you kick and scream and set fire to your partner's belongings. Empowerment comes from the inside. And if you need to add raised voices and arguments and fighting when you stand up for yourself, you are doing that to convince yourself more than anyone else. If you felt 100% solid and secure in your own no or your own boundary, you don't have to scream it. You don't have to display it through emotional outbursts or aggressive actions. A simple no is enough. Does this mean that we should never raise our voices for the rest of our lives? Never ever argue again, never fight, never scream, never cry. No, of course not. This is an extreme example of a maybe perfect person, but we are not robots and none of us are 100% either of these examples. But I want you to see that you might have both of these examples in you and you get to decide which you want to lean towards in order to be the girlfriend that you ultimately want to be and that serves you the most. So when the questions, is calm always better? And is there a time when you might want to lose your shit completely? came up in my mind, I gave it some thought and came up with my own answer. In my personal opinion, yes, I believe that calm is always better. Calm gives me more control. Calm helps me trust myself. Calm allows me to not cause damage to the world around me when it can easily be avoided. Is there a time when I think losing my shit would be a good idea? Personally, no. I always imagine walking in on my boyfriend cheating on me as the, like, absolute worst-case scenario. And even in that moment, I wouldn't want to lose my shit. I wouldn't want to sink to a level of primitive, immature behavior simply because my partner's actions might have, in some people's eyes, validated or justified such a response. I expect more of myself. I trust myself to handle that better than just going absolutely crazy 
And I want to show up in a situation like that in a way that I can later be proud of. And that wouldn't be going absolutely crazy. Now, I don't doubt that there are people in the world who want to go crazy in a situation like that. They want to lose their minds and act like they're more primitive selves. And later, they might go on to brag about this reaction to their friends and be 100% proud of what they did. Do I think these people are wrong? No. Is that what I want for myself? No. And I encourage you to make up your own mind about who you want to be and what kind of reactions you want to have in your relationship. And if you come to the conclusion that you do want strong emotional reactions from time to time, I want you to learn how to execute them intentionally and consciously, not just responding to your primitive triggers. Because I honestly don't believe that any human life is in any way better for being run by the primitive brain. Your prefrontal cortex is the part of your brain that has your best interests at heart and can think about your life in a more long-term perspective. So if you want to live the best life you can, taking your brain online is the best way to do that. So how do we intentionally lose our shit? Well, they are kind of contradictory in a way. Losing our shit or losing our minds basically means that we go offline, we black out and just act on whatever feels appropriate in the heat of the moment. So how can we intentionally and consciously act in this primitive way? The trick is to plan ahead. This might sound super odd, but your primitive brain is not capable of planning ahead what it's going to do. When you schedule things, plan, set goals, etc., that's always your prefrontal cortex doing that. So when you plan ahead how you are going to react in various situations, you are by default using your intelligent human brain to do so. That is why it's so easy to decide to go to the gym tomorrow or start a 30-day challenge on Monday. Your intelligent brain can see all the benefits in doing it. And then Monday comes around and your primitive brain has woken up and realized that, oh, this is going to take effort here and now. And then it says a big no thanks to that. So... Sit down and write up a handful of situations where you would like to lose your shit in your relationship. And then script those reactions. Write down exactly what you want to do. What are you going to say? How are you going to say it? What's your body going to do? Are you going to slam a door? Are you going to cry? I want you to plan 
your out-of-control behavior so that when the time comes, you know exactly what to do. You know how your highest brain wants you to act. You know what to do to be the girlfriend that you have decided you want to be. Because if these emotional reactions are so important to you, they should be worth sitting down and planning, right? Just to make sure you get it right and do all the things you want to do. You wouldn't want to leave that to chance, miss something and regret it later. So the best way to make sure you act in a way that's going to make you proud is planning it ahead of time. This planning ahead trick is applicable no matter how extreme your response might be. Whether it's a simple, you two deserve each other, and walking out and closing the door. Or if it's throwing your partner's belongings out the window and then kicking them out of the apartment naked. Plan ahead and decide what you are going to do. A lot of the time, when we sit down and plan out our crazy emotional behavior, it kind of loses its charm. It doesn't feel as satisfying to have planned it out ahead of time. Why? Because it only feels satisfying in the heat of the moment. It's the acting out our emotions part that feels so good. We get physical relief when we act on what our primitive brains tell us to do. It rarely feels good after the fact when we look back on it with sober eyes. And that should tell us something. Maybe it's not what we actually want to be doing if our highest brain gets to decide. Maybe it's just that satisfaction of getting to act out of control that we desire. And the question then becomes if it's worth it or not. Sometimes I still decide in the heat of the moment to act on my grump. I make a conscious online choice to be immature or grumpy in the moment. Why? Because it's probably a tiny issue that doesn't mean anything and my grump is not going to have a negative effect on my partner or my relationship with myself. So I give myself the easy way out, especially if I'm tired or hungry or something else is going on. So it is possible to make a conscious choice to not be your best self in a moment. The reason this is important to practice is because it makes you better at making conscious decisions. It doesn't matter if you choose to act good or bad. It's about choosing how to act, period. Because then in situations that really matter you'll be able to trust yourself and decide how to show up based on what serves you the most. And this is a skill that I value a lot in my own life, even if I don't choose to act my best self 100% of the time. 
So why bother managing your emotions and reactions? Why not just lose your shit from time to time? Especially if your partner deserves it. Because you want to be in control of yourself and your own life. You want to be able to trust yourself to have your own best interest at heart, no matter what situation you are in. It might feel easier and more satisfying in the heat of the moment to just let yourself go absolutely crazy and later justify it by pointing at your partner's bad behavior. But this is a pretty uncertain, uncomfortable and unsafe way to live your life and can become a negative spiral that just creates more insecurity and a bigger need to control the world around you, to compensate for your inability to control yourself. I would absolutely love to hear your thoughts on this episode on Instagram. I decided to dedicate my Elite Girlfriend Instagram account to this podcast, so I renamed it Elite Girlfriend Podcast. So head on over there and follow that account to join the conversation. It is always so nice to hear what you guys think about the things that we discuss here. And if you have episode requests, just send me a DM and let me know. I'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye.